Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sign up with my bookie and use our promo code Gators to get your first ever deposit match dollar for dollar. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters, and you can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you the Monday after Billy Napier starts hosting, hosting visitors for Florida as a head coach, getting recruiting well, well underway under the new era of Florida football and early signing day coming up on Wednesday as well. To help me break it all down, Corey Bender from Gators Online on the brand-new On3 Network, brand-new Gators Online. Corey, man, I can't thank you enough for uh, joining me in this very, very busy time in Gator Nation. No, as always, Dave. Thanks so much for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. All right, Corey, uh, first of all, if everybody out there, who do, if they don't follow us on social media or uh, however you know they get their Gator news, let everybody know about what, on three is doing with the brand new Gators online that you guys just started about two weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we started about, yeah, it's two, it'll be two weeks. Um, this come up Wednesday and yeah, we're under with Shannon Terry who started two, four, seven arrivals. Um, a guy that I've had so much respect for for the last decade, worked with him briefly when I was at two, four, seven. And yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. We started over there. It's basically kind of like that same model, but kind of almost on steroids beefed up a little bit more, a lot more features over on three, um, the site's only probably about 30 or 40% complete. So they're going to add so many um, different features over to the site. A lot of new cool things when it comes to putting in predictions and, um, and NIL deals and kind of, they actually will have um, different value. They'll value each player in college, like what their estimated worth is when it comes to NIL and um, so many cool different things. And yeah, right now, like our social media is just straight up out of sound Gators online. Um, so far it's Nick, uh, Nick Latore and I, we're the ones writing the site. Um, then you have Donovan Kaiser and Pat O'Donnell who are contributors helping out. And within the next two or three weeks, we'll have two more full-time employees doing the site. So we're only about halfway there um, already over 4,500 subs in less than two weeks. So, um, I mean, the future is bright. We love it. Everything's been great so far. And for those people who already did sign up, a big thank you from us as well. We truly appreciate it. 
Absolutely. And Corey, I think uh, you guys have a, a pretty big promo also going on right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you just go to Gears Online, it'll say sign up at the top right. You can either get one year for 10 bucks, which has probably been the most popular one. I mean, it's a no brainer deal. Or like you said, if you just want to give it a small sample just to make sure you like it, um, you get four months for just $1. So um, you can't go wrong with any of those. And then obviously after the first year, it goes back to the normal prices. Um, but a lot of people have been jumping on it and the reviews have been great. Um, but yeah, I think the one year for $10 is the best one. And um, as far as what you get pure value and you don't need a promo code either. So when you go to sign up at the website, it automatically, automatically locks in those prices. So you're good to go. Yeah, good stuff going on there with Corey and Nick leading the charge there. I've been uh, – I joined the first day at launch, Corey, so really, really good stuff there. And, uh, you know, guys at On3 reached out to me this week and said, hey, you know, let's get together and uh, and, and preview early signing day uh, together. So Gators Breakdown, On3, Gators Online, teaming up this week ahead of a, of a busy week. At, Corey, really, it just started, man. Uh, Billy Napier's first weekend bringing in visitors to the University of Florida. He – Look, he was all over the southeast last week making his visits uh, Midwest as well just a little bit. And then finally, uh, as the head coach of the Gators, being able to host some visitors this past weekend. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, they had a total of five guys in this weekend. Chris McKellen came in yesterday and just did like a 24 – well, less than 24 hours really. Did like a little like brief official visit to kind of sit, uh, sit down with the staff a little bit more. Uh, but, yeah, the main guys, yeah, Kamari Wilson, Christian Williams who came in town, he was committed to Louisiana Lafayette. He was actually offered earlier in the week, but didn't report it. And then he came to Florida and actually committed just before getting to campus. He had Sean Washington, who's a Georgia defensive line commit. Devin Moore, who's a priority kid, four-star DB out of Naples. And then David Connor, which a lot of people are already familiar with. He's an offensive line commit for Florida. Down at Deerfield Beach. So um, it's not going to be the most eventful signing day as far as total numbers. But overall, it's, uh, it, it was definitely it was successful. There's some guys on commitment watch and yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I think the overall the guy everyone's most paying paying the most attention to is Kamari Wilson, the safety out of IMG. I think right now um, he he goes to Georgia. I think it comes down to Georgia and Florida. He had a great time in Gainesville. Jamar Cheney, who just recently came back to the staff from Mississippi State, he had, they have a great relationship. I know um, Coach Tony, the co defensive coordinator, he made a strong impression as well. But based off what I've heard from people in Athens and in Gainesville, I think Georgia's still the front runner there until I hear something differently. Uh, but if you if Florida does pull that off and reel them in, that would be the first major statement for Billy Napier since he's been in uh, been in Gainesville. Yeah, we'll get into more detail there, Corey, with everybody that was in uh, in town this week, also some of those visits as well. But Corey, let me get your thoughts, big picture, just for a second before we get detailed on players. You know, what does the hire? of Billy Napier mean for overall recruiting for Florida? Big picture look, what does, what, what does Billy Napier bring? And, you know, did it turn heads uh, in, you know, everyone, everybody you're able to talk to in your recruiting circle of Billy Napier being named head coach of Florida? Yeah, I think he's very well respected, especially from his time at Alabama. And obviously a lot of kids, there's a lot of kids that weren't too familiar with him just because he was at Louisiana Lafayette. They didn't really pay attention to their success, but I mean, the you know, like you said, the proof is in the pudding with him. He, he's he's definitely a winner. Um, he's a proven recruiter at Alabama and Clemson, gotten in a lot of top guys, especially in Alabama. And I know throughout the Southeast, when it comes to head coaches in the Southeast, and a lot of people who are dialed in and really know his resume, a lot of people thought it was a home run hire for Florida. And I know a lot of people look at the recruiting class now and they look at all these decommits. That's more of him um, parting ways to a lot of these guys, just wanting his own guys in the class and. I know there's some on the list like Gene Gibson. You're like, man, like why did they part ways with them? 
But at the same time, it's respectful because he's not getting influenced by the fans. Like he's saying, hey, I'm going to do this my way. I'm confident in what I'm going to do. And um, you guys will see the results here in the, you know, in the next couple of years. I think 2023 is where you're really going to see the impact from him having a full recruiting class to work with. Um, but overall, man, I think he's very organized, very detailed, very, has a plan from A to Z when it comes to his staff members. And I, I, I'm a big fan of the hire, and I know a lot of people in the Southeast are, are definitely really high on the hire as well. I just think fans need to be a little, a little bit more patient uh, when it comes to seeing the results. He was hired, what, two weeks before signing day? And, yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people are – I think a lot of other opposing fan bases are kind of – kind of trolling Florida, be like, oh, these guys are decommitting. It's really Florida parting ways with them. A lot of these kids aren't – they didn't want to leave the class. You know, a lot of these kids wanted to be Gators. But, hey, it's a new era. You know what I mean? These aren't the guys he initially recruited. So, I think fans just have to let it play out and just kind of let him do his thing. And I think everyone will see those results here in the near future. Yeah, so good stuff, Corey. And let's zoom in a little bit before we get to these uh, th- these visits and stuff. But the hires of Corey Raymond – just how big is that hire in your eyes coming over from LSU? We know his recruiting background, his development background uh, over there in the bayou. But also, uh, I want to get your thoughts on Jamar Chaney coming back as well, you know, back at Florida uh, after going to Mississippi State. How big are those two hires that Florida getting in? One on the field as well, uh, uh, you know, uh, of course, in Corey Raymond, but Chaney uh, also, you know, kind of more behind the scenes. Yeah, I think with Cheney, I'll start with him. He was one of the best recruiters on the staff before he went back to his alma mater, Mississippi State. Um, very, I mean, it's a hard work on the recruiting trail. Him and Kelvin Bolden kind of remind me they have very similar traits when it comes to them recruiting. I mean, I feel like they always operate with a chip on the shoulder. They're always going after the big dogs on the recruiting trail. And it was very well received. I mean, I thought when, when Cheney came on board, I mean, that was one of the big reasons from what I know that Kamari went to Florida this weekend. I think – it was already kind of in the works, but having Cheney was really like the cherry on top. Um, they're from like the same area where they grew up, and they have a great relationship. And even with Kamari, he officially visited – not officially visited, but he visited Mississippi State a few times um, before he really trimmed down his list. And much of that had to do with Cheney's presence up there in Starkville. Um, so they have a great relationship. And I think the thing that gets overlooked is his ability on the field. He's very detail-oriented, just a football junkie Cheney is. And – very good coach. I know a few years ago or a year and a half ago, he was one of those guys who was put on a list. I don't know which website had it, but coaches on the rise in the SEC. Uh, but he's a great football mind. You know, he played in the NFL, had a great career with the Bulldogs. So I think uh, I think that was a great hire. Then obviously Corey Raymond, his results speak for itself. Arguably the best defensive backs coach in the nation. Um, just I mean, like you said, then it goes to recruiting. You know, he's an ace on the recruiting trail. I mean over a handful of five-star prospects he, he uh, signed over at LSU. I mean, and then when he goes to four-stars, I mean, it's basically a countless amount of four-star guys he signed. So hitting him, I mean, when people say home run hire, you hear that phrase a lot. Getting Corey Raymond in Gainesville was an absolute home run hire for Billy Napier. I mean, a lot of these other guys, like um, Coach Tony, they're great coaches. He's one who's on the rise. A lot of people are high on. But then you get a guy to mix in there with Corey Raymond. I mean, that was massive. And, you know, I, I, we talked to Devin Moore after his visit yesterday, and he highlighted the fact that, you know, with, with him, he goes, we actually never spoke at LSU, but you can tell with my 10-minute meeting with him, he has secrets or, like, you know, little, little, uh, little tips to DBs that he's never heard from any other coach before. So he's already making a strong impression on those kids in Gainesville, and I think you'll really start to see success in 2023 from Billy Napier, but also guys like Corey Raymond, I think. 2023 class really has a chance to be special because they'll have a lot of time to operate with these kids. 
Sounds good there. So, all right, let's get into recruiting Corey as far as the prospects go. And Billy Napier gets his first commitment when offensive lineman Christian Williams slips from Napier's old program, Louisiana, to his new program. This one came together, uh, uh, you know, boy, it was announced uh, Friday uh, the, when the first visit started taking place there. Uh, how, how did this one come together, Corey? Yeah, so uh, he was committed, obviously, to Billy Napier at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, and he's one of those kids that has a lot of potential. I'm surprised he didn't have more offers. Maybe it was just the fact that, hey, he, he was solid with Louisiana Lafayette and some schools didn't bother. But good frame, six foot four, 320 pounds or so. Um, very mature, too, talking to the kid. Very just motivated, high football IQ. Um, and I think he has a lot of potential. I think like, he, he's fairly mobile, um, fairly aggressive at the point of attack. So, I think this was a guy that Billy Napier saw that has more more upside than anything, believing, hey, you can play in the SEC, and that's what he told him. He's like, we want, still want you. We still think you can play at this level. And, yeah, he was contacted um, early in the week, and then they're trying to work on an official visit, and he was actually offered, I believe it was Thursday, and then basically on the way to campus on Friday is when he committed. So um, it was something kind of in the works all week. He didn't really even post much about it. I don't even think, yeah, he didn't post the offer. He just announced that he was flipping. So a guy with some upside, I mean, you're going to have to be a little bit patient with him, let him kind of get used to it and just kind of like, you know, teach him along the road. But yeah, I think it's a good, I mean, like you said, it's one, it's a transition class, you know, it's one of those guys and we're not coaches. We're not making the big bucks like Billy Napier and those guys are. So you got to kind of trust their evals. And this is a guy they've seen a whole lot over the last year. And they're confident this kid can come in and eventually be a, a decent interior offensive lineman for them. So uh, but I do like his very mature, good football IQ. So that's one of those kids you would like in your program. And I think when you look at his physical tools, um, fairly lean frame, at, but over 300 pounds. So he has, he has that physical upside. And, you know, you just got to let him mar- marinate and just let him kind of put in the work. And who knows, maybe this is a guy after two, three years, he's a starter at Florida. You just never know with a lot of these kids. So um, I think overall across all the websites, he's like a top 70 type prospect as position. So kind of in that mid three-star range. And, We'll just see how it all goes. But, yeah, it's a guy Billy Napier. They, they, they trust in their evals. As a kid, they think they can make an impact. All right, Corey, and then probably the highlight of the weekend, even though Florida got that commitment, as we, we've brought him up before, but two on three consensus four-star DBs made their way to campus this past weekend, Kamari Wilson, Devin Moore. Um, you know, now head into early signing day with Florida in the mix uh, to land their signature on Wednesday. Corey, I guess – Shed some more light on Kamari Wilson. You brought him up before, but there was a lot of discussion about the old staff and whether, you know, they would accept his commitment or not or whether they could have had his commitment or not. Can you shed any light on that situation? You know, really, should he be a, should he be a Florida Gator already? And did that put Florida and this new staff behind the eight ball with the way this last staff handled that recruitment? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say he would actually be a Gator. I know he loved Florida growing up, and I know when Ron English and them were here, they had some safeties a little bit higher on the board. Um, but it's one of those stories that I just know they valued a few other guys over him. Um, so it was – I think with overall with him, that that was the biggest discussion. I never heard of anything with him committing uh, prior in the past. But I think it's one of those guys I think Florida could have positioned themselves a little bit better um, if they would have recruited him a little bit harder when it comes to him. I think when you look at Kamari Wilson, I mean, he's a high four-star prospect, almost a five-star, um, you know, depending on what website you look at. So really getting a kid like that would be absolutely massive for the Florida program. So we'll just see how it all plays out. I think overall it comes – I mean, people have to remember, too, Florida wasn't even in his top four a week ago. So I think 
when you kind of look at that, unless they really knocked out of the park this past week, weekend, which they really did make a strong impression, Florida still kind of has somewhat of an uphill battle, but I do think it's fairly close between Georgia and Florida. But based off what I've heard, I still think the Bulldogs hold the advantage here. Yeah, and Devin Moore, uh, Corey, like now it's what? Florida Notre Dame uh, kind of yeah. competing for his services here. Uh, decommitted from Notre Dame, of course, the coaching change going on there as well. Uh, does that help Florida? How do you, you know, previewing going into Wednesday, how do you think this one plays out? Yeah, I think as of right now, I favor Florida. They obviously had the last shot at hosting them. And I think having Corey Raymond getting hired as his future positional coach is like the cherry on top. So I think with him, Florida is going to come down to Florida and Notre Dame. Um, so I think with the main thing with him is when he did the in-home visit with Florida earlier this week, you know, I, Notre Dame came in the day after and they want Notre Dame's plan was, hey, do your thing with Florida. We're going to come in and hopefully you change your mind. We get you on campus that weekend. He stayed put with Florida, and I think that was the big telling tale as far as, hey, like, you know, he loved that old Notre Dame staff, but he also, Marcus Freeman, he had a great relationship too. So I don't know if proximity played a factor during the home stretch. That could be part of it. Mm. Uh, but I think right now I get Florida a slight advantage. The only way I could see Notre Dame winning this is, you know, a lot of these kids are all they're up in the moment during these visits, and then overall when it comes to it, they come back down to earth Monday and Tuesday before signing. Maybe he really likes Florida, but, man, I really love Notre Dame. That's where my heart is. But I think if you someone had to put in predictions right now, I think Florida is definitely considered the favorite. All right. You mentioned Kamari Wilson, Florida-Georgia battle. Well, there might be another Florida-Georgia battle on the way this week for Sean Washington. It looks it's a name we haven't heard of uh, much before this past weekend because we weren't really sure of all the interest there. But Louisiana native, he's a Georgia commit, visited Gainesville this past weekend. And it's another battle that Florida's put themselves in position for for a possible flip on Wednesday. Court, does the Louisiana background from Coach Napier play a role here? I think it does a little bit. You know, Coach Jabbar, the new running back coach, he would still, even though Sean was a higher ranked prospect, he would still actively recruit him and check in on him. And I, that kind of resonated with him a little bit, being like, hey, I'm not going to go to Louisiana Lafayette, but I really appreciate this guy, you know, still checking on my well being. And that's why I heard really made an impression on him and his family. And then next, you know, he's a running back coach at Florida. The staff offers him. He does an in-home visit. So it's kind of like it all paid off for Coach Jabbar, you know. And that's what the relationship process is all about. You know, you've got to keep courting these kids because you never know if you're going to take a new job. You're going to be at a Power 5 job. So that really resonated with him. And I think now it's a coin flip between Georgia and Florida. Um, it's just, it's going to be interesting how it plays out. I think later on today I'll have a better idea uh, where his recruitment stands. but. I think he has more opportunity in Gainesville. And while Georgia's Georgia, I mean, the Bulldogs speak for themselves, you know, as far as where their program and program is right now. So I think it's going to, I think it's truly a coin flip right now, Dave. Honestly, it's going to be close. So just got to see how this whole thing plays out. And I think overall, when you look, I think the, the way I look at it too is I think Kelvin Bolden's a big factor here too. I know uh, Washington's camp is very high in him. So if Florida retains him, I think that helps their chances even more. It's just there's a lot of uncertainty with that recruiting staff right now of who's staying, who's going. So right now it's a coin flip, um, but I know overall they love Gainesville. I mean, they love the whole presentation from the new staff. And, you know, it's more Coach Jabbar. I think he's going to play a big factor here because he has been recruiting them for a while. All right. A couple more thoughts here from Corey Bender of Gators Online on three. Corey, let's get into it and uh, let's get into the inside of it. The trenches seems to be a priority so far for Billy Napier. And look, that extends to keeping a current commit on the offensive line, in-state offensive lineman David Connor 
on campus meeting with the new staff for the first time and all that comes with that, he is sticking with his commitment. What did he tell you with the interaction uh, with the new staff, including uh, the new off- one of the new offensive line coaches in Darnell Stapleton? Yeah, no, he had a great time, man. His recruitment's basically all finished up. It was just more about seeing the coaches and having a good time, putting on his recruiting cap, and just playing another weekend in Gainesville. He said it was the best weekend he's had in Gainesville so far. Darnell Stapleton, he, he made a really good, strong impression as well. Um, basically gave him a good review, told him he likes his athleticism, his aggressiveness. And uh, he obviously with Connor, he likes his NFL, pe- his NFL pedigree, you know, Super Bowl champion. He, he basically says the proof is in the pudding with him as a coach as well. Likes what he brings to the table, thinks they can really uh, get along very well when it comes to a player-coach relationship. So overall, I mean, it, the visit went very, very well. Um, I think with David Connor, he's a guy you have to give a few years to let him kind of season up his skill set a little bit. But I think the long, long-term potential is there. I think he could be a really good player. And I think overall, I mean, he's confident. He told people, you know, yesterday after the visit that there's some surprises on the way. I think a lot of it's really Devin Moore and Sean Washington. And even Kamari Wilson, he might be telling people in Gainesville, hey, I'm going to Florida because he's on campus. It's, it's kind of awkward if you tell people, hey, I'm not coming, but I'm here type thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think overall he's probably positive um, as far as the chances with Kamari. But, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. I think with him, I mean, he's just kind of weighing the sign on Wednesday. Um, he's a Gator at heart, and yeah, there's no drama surrounding his recruitment whatsoever. It's just about weighing a few more days before finalizing his recruitment. All right, sounds good there. So let's stay in the trenches, but let's go to the other side of the ball, Corey. Top priority on the other side of the ball, of course, and two of the top commits in the Gators class on that side of the ball in that position, Chris McClellan, Jamari Lyons. McClellan, the big storyline, visited Oklahoma, as you mentioned earlier this past weekend along with former Gator commits, Nick Evers, Jaden Gibson. They were there as well, but he did make his way to Gainesville on Sunday, as you pointed out, to see the new staff uh, for a second time. They did get a, uh, they did visit, it, visit him in home earlier in the week, and then Lions received a visit from Napier and the staff late last week, so trenches getting all the focus on the defensive side of the ball early on. Corey, it's a, a big position to need for the Gators, of course. It looks like Lions is wrapped up, but – could there be worry when McClellan, his visit to Oklahoma, former Gator commits there, and Nick Evers committing to the Sooners right after that visit as well? Yeah, I think with him, it's so close, man. I haven't talked to him yet um, since the visit, but I think it's almost more 60-40 Florida, uh, maybe 55-45 in favor of Florida. It's going to be, I think it comes down to, does he want to stay close to home? You know, and I know Evers and them, there's some familiarity with those guys going to Norman. But I think, him showing up in Gainesville for his official was huge. That was huge. Yeah, I mean, I thought the I said on the board, I thought he was going to go to Oklahoma, possibly flip and not go to Florida, but he did indeed show up in Gainesville. I know as of late last night, he was having um, dinner with Coach Napier still, from what I heard, and so the visit kind of went almost to the um, to the wire before the dead period kicked in the gear. I think obviously there's some there's some worry there for sure. Um, it's going to be one of those things we'll just have to wait until Wednesday morning to see what Rowdy goes in. It's either. Hey, I love Coach Napier. I mean, he's sold on Napier and their vision. He loves what they bring to the table. Um, but at the same and he's obviously familiar with Gainesville, too. He's been down there several times. Loves the idea of playing the SEC. But then you look at Oklahoma. It's a school I'm sure he loved growing up, being from the Sooner State. You know, and obviously going there right before signing day, it's a whole new era. So it's, it's going to be – it's, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I think it's definitely almost a coin flip. You know, it's another one that's going to be super interesting. So – We'll see how it all plays out. You know, I think is the one kid in the class right now who's committed to Florida 
um, who is it's, it's almost like a toss-up. But I think him showing up in Gainesville at the last second um, was definitely huge for Porter's chances, getting him on campus last and selling him one last time on their vision. So if, if I'm a Florida fan, he's the guy you kind of sit anxiously at the edge of your seat, hoping it all plays out in your favor. Corey, with all these visits, you know, last week and the visit or the, the visits that the coaches made last week and then the visits that the prospects and the commits and the recruits made uh, this past weekend, we kind of got our early signing day preview just a bit. But let's move forward to Wednesday. And, you know, what do you expect? You know, how many guys are, are, are Florida looking at making their decisions on Wednesday? And then ultimately, I guess I get you to make a prediction or so. How, how big do you see this class end up numbers wise when it's all said and done in February? Yeah, it's not going to be huge, man. I would say almost maybe around 13 to 15. It's not going to be big. I mean, at all. Like right now, they have seven commits. And if they flip Sean Washington and get Devin Moore, you're at nine. And yeah, the class isn't big at all. I mean, as far as who's signing on Wednesday, you have Chris McKellen, you know, you had Jamari Lyons, David Connor signing, Christian Williams is signing. Trace Mack, the kicker's kind of, kind of, I, we, we're still waiting to talk to him, man. He hasn't really spoken to any media in a number of months. And I know I spoke to some people in Gainesville too. And there's some questions kind of surrounding that, like what his plan is going to be. Jalen Farmer, he's signing in February. He just officially visited Kentucky this last week. I'm actually really high on him. I like his game. And then um, as far as Tony Livingston, he was in Gainesville this past weekend. So obviously the staff is intrigued by him. He was one I actually was expecting maybe not to be in the class just based off the uncertainty surrounding his position and all that type of thing. So I know Florida – the initial staff liked him at offensive tackle, but recently I heard he's down to like 240 is because of basketball. You know, he's about 6'4", 245, it's almost 250. So he's an athletic offensive tackle prospect. Needs some work and needs some time to add weight. But we'll see with him too. I think Tony Livingston and Trey Smack are the two kind of question marks right now, uh, whether they're signing on Wednesday or not. And then, you know, Jalen Farmer is the one commit who's signing in February. So I think overall um, – there's, I mean, it's not going to be the most eventful signing day that I think Florida fans are used to. Um, there's still some guys on the board, like Austin Osbury is committing tomorrow. I think that's going to be Auburn or LSU. Um, ETN, you know, a top running back target, he's officially visiting Florida on January 14th. So that's going to be a big target going forward. And um, another kid on the board, too, Julian Armella, offensive tackle. Um, I think he's all but wrapped up to FSU. I mean, Florida made his top four, but I think we all know they – they haven't hosted them in a number of, I mean, almost two years, really. They haven't got him on campus. He was supposed to come for the FSU game. Didn't show up because all those officials were canceled. So there's still some guys out there. You know, they're hoping that wait until February um, to kind of see if, like, Florida has a real shot at him. Um, the one I think is going to be kind of a little dagger for Florida fans just because he's been so popular on the board is uh, Quincy Wiggins, you know, yeah. the kid out of Baton Rouge. I think if David Turner and, and – and, um, David see if David Turner was retained and so was Kelvin Bolden, I think Florida could, would have probably won out, honestly. I think they were super close just because LSU went through a whole coaching change as well. But he was in Baton Rouge this past weekend. You know, hasn't been on campus since the new staff came on board. So I think he's all wrapped up to LSU. So it's not going to be a eventful sign day, but if you get some key guys on board, like Devin Moore and Sean Washington, and if you somehow can pull off Kamari Wilson, that's just a grand slam. But like I said before, I'm leaning towards Georgia for him. All right, Corey, before I let you go, one more time – Hit that promo for what you guys have going on at Own3 and Gators Online. Yeah, you go head over to Gators Online, and it's $10 for a year, or it's, or, or it's either $1 for four months. And so those are two amazing deals. I think we're going to run those through the, uh, through the end of December. Definitely jump on it. It's going to be an exciting time at Gators Online. A lot of moves come out every day. 
So definitely take advantage of it. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's just for pennies a day. So definitely take advantage of it. All right. Corey Bender from Gators Online and On3. Corey, man, I can't thank you enough. And we'll definitely get you back on as we count down uh, to the February signing day in just a few weeks. Cool. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. All right. Good stuff there from Corey. But all right, let's get to it. We'll get into some of these new coaching hires too. But before we do, everybody is trying to cash in on the next best crypto. But if you want to guarantee a way to double all your money, all you need to do is use promo code Gators at MyBookie. It's simple. Sign up at MyBookie with promo code Gators and get your first deposit immediately doubled. And that's all the way up to $1,000. How's that for a quick turnaround in your investment? NFL playoff races still heating up. College bowl season is right around the corner. Double your firepower at MyBookie to get in on the action for the most important games of the season. Build your own props. Create multi-game parlays. Take part in a host of MyBookie cash prize contests. This is the best time of the year to both watch and bet on sports. Of course, you already know who the winners are going to be by now. So don't miss out. Double your first deposit by using promo code GATORS. And keep your eyes peeled for more exclusive holiday promotions coming soon at mybookie.ag. Bet on anything, anywhere, anytime at mybookie. All right, plenty to get into with all these new coaching hires. And, uh, man, Fast and Furious, uh, Billy Napier talked about building that army. Well, as we talked to or talked about with Corey, some big names being hired for the Gators and none bigger and Corey Raymond, cornerbacks coach, assistant head coach, getting that title there. Coming over from the LSU, as you heard Corey say, you heard me talk about it last week on the Gators Breakdown Twitter Spaces sound off. This was a huge hire for Florida. Can't be stated enough. I mean, the big thing here is you got him from LSU, so that's one. And number two is, you kept him away from other programs. You can best bet Florida was not the only program that was going to be in the running for Corey Raymond. Every program out there would have wanted Corey Raymond on their sideline. So let's get into a little bit of Corey Raymond. Played six years in the NFL. Spent the last 10 seasons at LSU where he coached defensive backs and cornerbacks. Most recently, Raymond served as the recruiting coordinator for LSU as well. So you get that background in his additions to the cornerbacks coach. <clears throat> Raymond secondary produced seven first-team All-Americans during his time at LSU, including Eric Reed in 2012, Jalen Mills in 2015, Jamal Adams in 2016, Tredavious White in 2016 as well, Greedy Williams is 2018, Grant Delpit in 2018 and 2019, and Derek Stingley Jr. in 2019 and 2020. Additionally, Delpit claimed the 2019 Jim Thorpe Award as his nation's top defensive back. Under Raymond, 14 Tigers. 14 LSU Tigers under Raymond were picked in the NFL draft, including three first-rounders, Adams and White in 2017, and Eric Reed in 2013, along with five second-round picks that include Grant Delpit in 2020, Christian Fulton in 2020, Dante Jackson in 2019, Williams in 2018, and Jalen Collins in 2015. Other LSU NFL draft picks under Raymond's watch include cornerback Tyron Matthew. He was one of the best in the NFL. He was drafted in the third round in 2013. Cornerback Therald Simon, fifth round in 2013. Safety Jalen Collins, second round in 2015. Cornerback Rashard Robinson, 
third round in 2016. Safety Jalen Mills, seventh round in 2016. Dante Jackson, Greedy Williams, Jacoby Stevens, Kerry Vincent Jr. also drafted. Of the 14 players that have been drafted under Raymond's watch, four have appeared in the NFL Pro Bowl. The Tiger secondary was a focal point of the program under Raymond as they led the SEC in interceptions. 17 in back-to-back seasons, that's 2018 and 2019, and constantly ranked top in the conference and nation in passing efficiency defense. So there's your recent history of his time at LSU for Corey Raymond, one of the Gators. Big new hires. This one cannot be overstated. It really can't be. This was huge for Billy Napier to get somebody with his recruiting ties in the South, in Louisiana, somebody with his coaching acumen on the sideline, Florida has fallen, and LSU has in some ways as, as well. But you have a, lot, a lot of people point to the defensive coordinator problems at LSU more so than Corey Raymond. A lot of talent there in that defensive backfield. But we know Florida has been nowhere near that DBU conversation the last few years. Corey Raymond is a guy definitely to help turn that around, get Florida back up there. And we'll see, hopefully, you know, it pay off very, very soon. This coming up week for early signing day, Devin Moore, hopefully is on the way, the way it sounds. Maybe, maybe you can sit here and wonder if you can bring back the surprise there of Kamari Wilson. Could you get that surprise? It would be a a feather in the cap of Raymond if he was able to turn that recruitment around uh, fast. Give him more time, no doubt in my mind. He could probably turn this one around. Uh, but you know, we'll see. Maybe he got uh, maybe he's got one surprise in him early on uh, on this Gator staff. But Corey Raymond, big part now of this Gator staff, this new Gator staff under Billy Napier. Keep it going. Darnell Stapleton also announced for the Gators assistant coach on the offensive line. Remember, Billy Napier said in his press conference there are going to be two offensive line coaches here. Rob Sales, the other big huge name out there, uh, the NFL in the NFL with the New York Giants. That's the other name to keep up on there. But for now, the Gators announced Darnell Stapleton as an assistant coach on the offensive line. Stapleton heads to Gainesville after spending the 2021 season with Napier at Louisiana, where he helped the Raging Cajuns win the Sun Belt. Of course, Stapleton's unit block for the 2021 Sun Belt Conference Championship game MVP, Levi Lewis, who compiled 2,646 yards passing, the second best in the league, through the third most touchdowns in the conference with 19, ranked fifth with 203.5 passing yards per game through 13 games. On the ground, Louisiana offensive line helped the Raging Cajuns to 31 rushing touchdowns and 2,496 rushing yards, ranking 14th and 24th respectively in the nation, while placing second and third in the conference in 13 games. Prior to Louisiana, Stapleton spent four seasons at Sam Houston State, where he was the offensive line coach and run game coordinator. From 2017 to 2020, in 2019, the Bearcat offensive line produced a pair of all Southland Conference selections, and first-teamer Kobe Thompson and third-teamer Tyler Edwards, who helped running back Donovan Williams finish second in the Southland in rushing with 925 yards and 14 touchdowns. Stapleton was a, was a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers from 2007 to 2010 and was on the squad that won the Super Bowl at the conclusion of the 2008 season. He started 18 games on the offensive line during his time in Pittsburgh, including the Super Bowl. Overall, he played in 26 career games. 
with the Steelers. So there you go. There's one of your offensive line coaches announced for the Gators just the past few days. Let's go to Jamar Chaney. It was announced as well that he, as he is going to return to Florida as a defensive analyst inside outside linebacker. So he's going to be a defensive analyst for the linebacker position. Billy Napier announced on Sunday. Chaney spent the 2019 season as an assistant director of player personnel for the Gators. Prior to his stop, his first stop in Gainesville, he, he was the head coach of his alma mater, St. Lucie West Centennial High School in 2018. He led the program to an 11-8-1 in his first playoff appearance in seven seasons. A former linebacker at Mississippi State, he spent the last two seasons in 2021-2021, 2020, and 2021 on staff with the Bulldogs as a senior defensive analyst. Chaney worked with four NFL draft picks in Starkville with Brian Cole, Cameron Dantzler, Willie Gay, and Marquis Spencer. Fort Pierce, Florida native. Played at Mississippi State from 2005 to 2009. Played in 49 career games, totaled 286 tackles, including 11 for a loss, six sacks, earning all SEC honors his junior year. He led the Bulldogs in tackles with 89. He was drafted in the NFL seventh round by the Philadelphia Eagles, where he spent three seasons. So there you go. A little bit of background on Jamar Chaney. Really good relationship builder in the recruiting world for Florida. Um, him and David Turner together were pretty good uh, for, for, for Florida there. Um, so I know a lot of players really respected uh, Jamar Chaney. was <laughs> not too happy when he left. And then Kamari Wilson spoke on the relationship he had with Chaney, how well and how much he respects him as a mentor and a coach. Jamar Chaney really connects with these players. Really glad that he's back on staff with Billy Napier's first staff uh, as well. Before we wrap it up here, a couple quick announcements for some other hires as well. Joe Hamilton, personnel analyst on the defense, and Andrew Burkett, uh, director of research and evaluation for the Gators there. So as we said, building that army, that's what that, um, you know, that, that quote there from Billy Napier back in his press conference, talking about building an army, everybody that you need to have to go compete with the best. And this was part of the plan, part of the demands that he had. He's got to go build the staff the way he wants it. Got to have numbers on that staff to go compete with Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and some of those bigger programs in the country. So as you say, Joe Hamilton, Andrew Burkett as well, hired for the Gators, help him build that army, help get those numbers up for when recruits visit on campus and evaluating who Florida needs to go get. So there you go. Big-time preview from Corey looking at this past last week's visits that Billy Napier went and made, all the visits that came to Gainesville, and also a peek ahead to Wednesday for early signing day. As I said, not going to be too dramatic for Florida, not as dramatic as it has been. You know, Kind of glad, you know, the NCAA is now thinking about getting rid of this early signing day, delaying it maybe to January, maybe getting rid of it back, you know, getting rid of it altogether and going back to just a February signing day, which to me is what should be done. Just go to one day there in February. If you want to early enroll, you just do it like you always were or like, like it had always been done before. And enroll in January, everybody knows you're going to be on campus <laughs> already. If you want to still do that, you can still do that. But just just give us the early signing day till February. 
think we're seeing now with this crazy coaching carousel that went on, that is still going on, it puts these new programs behind the eight ball. When you got to speed up recruiting, you know, Billy Napier, because he stayed behind, rightfully stayed behind and coached his team in the Sun Belt Conference Championship last week, only had one weekend to host visitors at Florida. I'd like to have a little bit more time, see what he could do. And it hurts these new coaches all around the country. So, granted, they put themselves in that situation, but it helps these players as well make better decisions for themselves. So I do think it is time, well past time, to get rid of the early signing day and then just give us the one in February. Let's see what NCAA does about that. And then all these new hires as well. Excited to have Corey Raymond. Excited to have Jamar Chaney back on the staff. Corey Raymond, of course, the, the, the spotlight being on him. See Darnell Stapleton, uh, him, and another offensive line, offensive line coach. See where that goes. But we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. And Jawan Sider's name is big out there. As far as you know, where that's going, um, just bite, bite our time, see where it goes uh, for, <laughs> from here. I don't know when the answer will come, yay or nay, if it's going to happen. Maybe after Penn State's bowl game, we'll see where it goes from, from, from that, or if we even get word that inks out before that, or we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but that's of course the other big name out there, Tasha Poy, as well. There's the other big name going on at defensive line, all the problems going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Could that speed up the process a bit? Uh, but we know by hearing from some of these recruits and a lot of these interviews out there, they're being told that their next position coach, whether it be on the offensive line or the defensive line, it's an NFL guy. Some of them know who it is but are not allowed to say. We'll see what happens when the NFL season ends in just a few weeks as well so all right that'll do it for this episode of gators breakdown looking back at the first visit weekend under billy napier preview ahead to early signing day and all these new hires i'm the host of gators breakdown david waters you can find me on twitter at gator dave underscore sec guys and girls out there thanks for listening to this episode of gators breakdown